Hey guys, so welcome back to the show. So today we are going to be talking about how to have a healthy work-life balance. I think I have talked quite a bit about, you know, hustle culture and just like, or hustling way you're through the job that you, so you can, you know, achieve your dreams and everything. But I feel like um, even to that extent, we still need to make sure we make some sort of a balance between uh, our work and also our personal life because I think when we don't um, somehow I think over time obviously uh, our work life starts bleeding into our personal life then we don't even know what's the like which one is which like we won't be even able to make the distinction in between so i think very there are some important things and steps to take uh take in order to i think just kind of have like a healthy uh balance because everything in life is all about the balance so that you can i don't know live a happier life and not just working all the time so yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. That's the topic uh, in a little bit. Before that, let's talk some update. So <laughs> first thing first. So today is actually such a nice day. It's like over 45 degrees or something. And tomorrow is going to be, I think, 60 degrees in New York City. I cannot be any more happy. <laughs> happier? No, I can't be any I don't know. I I don't even know what I'm saying at this point because I'm just so <laughs> happy. I can't be any happier. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh these like warm days and also days that like when it's sunny makes me the happiest. It gives me some sort of serotonin that like makes me feel more productive that I can do everything that I need to do that day, like tackle everything. So, yeah. That is one thing. So I'm excited for that. And also I am, we are actually <laughs> leaving tomorrow uh, to go see my sister in Boston. So I'm very excited for that. But also like hoping that Boston weather is not crazy. And last thing also, I'm <laughs> very, very scared of boston drivers i'm gonna be driving there there's literally a word if you are not familiar with it i will tell you right here they say this about boston drivers or massachusetts drivers they call them assholes as in like assholes they are the worst but also i feel like i have seen so many like terrible drivers like in florida like they scared the shit out of me i'm being 100 percent serious I was like, I really thought I was going to get hit. Like, I really thought I was going to get rear-ended. And I was like, oh, my God, like, please don't let it happen to that day. (laughs) I remember when I first got the rental car in Florida, I I made sure that I went through all the settings in the car and put all the lists, you know, things about the, what is it? Is that a security? No, no. All things about, you know, forward collision and everything, like the all these settings to protect the car turned on and I put all of them into early, you know, because it says like it can't warn you early, medium or late or something like that. And I put them early because I'm like, I don't trust these drivers. I don't. All I know is like, Someone is going to hit me. I mean, yeah, it's a rental car or whatever. You know, I I don't need to care. But, you know, I just don't want to deal with that situation while I'm traveling. Also, like, it's just, you know, 
whatever. I'm just saying, and I always watch my distance. Like, I always give like so much space, especially in traffic, and I know that. So hopefully, nothing happens in Boston. <laughs> Maybe I'm just overthinking, <laughs> but yes. Okay, so one good good thought, I guess I would mention.、Uh, then I will end the update in here. So. I think last week or the week before, I was talking about the show Euphoria. You know, really good show. But today, I can tell you guys about another show. So, if you have heard about Tinder Swindler, you know about the guy who like made millions of dollars、uh, from、uh, dating these three women and telling them that like, oh, he's so rich and everything, but like he was asking them for money because his enemies are looking for them or whatever. You know, shit like that. So I'm sure you have heard about that. So there is essentially like a girl version of that. Like、uh, her name is Anna Anna Delvey.、Uh, it's a show on Netflix called Inventing Anna. So unlike the Tinder Swindler, which is documentary style, this one is actually like a show. Like I think Anna Delvey or her real name, you know, Anna Delvey is like a made up name, just like the Tinder Swindler guy. Her full name is like real full name is Anna Sorokin.、Uh, she's an immigrant from Russia and she immigrated to Germany. So yeah, she sold her story to Netflix. She sold her rights, I think, to Netflix, and Netflix essentially made a movie about it. A movie, I mean, TV series about it. So I haven't finished it yet. I think I'm on the last episode. Well, we are on the last episode, so it's pretty good. I have to be honest. So if you're into that, if you like,、uh, if you like New York style, New York、um, lifestyle, or if you are just in New York area, <laughs> or you know, if you're just fascinated about this stuff,、uh, I would recommend watching it because I think it's so much truth about it in the in this series or anything about Anna. I think people compare Anna to this Tinder guy. I think there are many differences too. I mean, if you don't know the show, so you might be a bit confused about it. But they they both essentially defrauded people. Only difference is that like the guy who defrauded these women that they were he was dating,、um, they were like normal people. They were not rich, you know. But Anna, who defrauded these、uh, people, but. She barely got the money. It was a bit confusing in that era, so you definitely need to read more into it. But I think she only maybe got like two hundred fifty thousand dollars or three hundred k, so it wasn't like millions of dollars. But she defrauded like these very very wealthy people, like not poor people or not middle income people. It was like really really wealthy people or banks that are like so huge corporations that like three hundred k for them would. It's like nothing, or even a couple millions for them is nothing. Twenty million she was asking or whatever for her foundation is honestly nothing. So because people are discussing about like how the hell this Tinder guy actually he was only in jail for five months, then he got out, but Anna was in jail for for a couple of years. I think I don't I forgot how many years in there. Then she、um, after jail, I think she.、Um, Her visa is expiring, so she, I think ICE might deport her, something like that. That's what I have heard. But I think the stories is—it's a bit different because I think Anna is doing everything in here in New York and also just United States, 
and Europe is slightly different. The rights are different because in New York, I mean New York, I mean United States, you can literally sue anyone. You know what I mean? As long as you got a lawyer, you can sue anyone pretty much for anything. You know, you can sue very easily. As long as you got the lawyer, you got the funds, you know, you're good. Um, in Europe, laws are very different and things are different, at least from what I can gather. So I feel like that's why it makes a huge difference when you're comparing these two people. But anyways, it's such a fascinating story. Uh, I just think that Anna's story is slightly more different because she's kind of a girl that she really just tried to make it here. It was like a true American dream that she was really trying to make it. Yes, I think a couple times that she faked it. She pretended to do it. I'm not trying to be in her side because I feel like a couple times she clearly crossed the line and everything. And it was like so embarrassing couple times are like she not paying for the chat paying for her stuff and saying like the wire is coming or it's coming today or whatever like that those are very uncomfortable situations for sure but there are times that she was also very generous with her friends and it's also showing that like how people just go for shiny objects i think that's the entire even uh, point of this series comparing to tinder swindler is that like even i mean it's very similar in some ways that like people just go for money right and people were even around her because of the money yeah she made connections and everything but some people that like they were around her to pretending to be her friend they were just there for the money she was just showing them shiny things and people were around it and she exposed that i just feel like there's so much i don't know takeaway from this episode this series it is very fascinating because I think at the end in the trial, you know, they are trying to, you know, blame her for everything she has done right about this thing, this defrauding and everything, which, you know, I mean, I think there's so much truth to it it's like, because wire fraud is not something that like people do on a regular basis. But what I'm just trying to say is like things that she was trying to do other than that, like building this foundation, building her business and everything, I think it's so fascinating that she was trying this 25 year old girl uh trying to make it building her business built, making connections and everything making connections with these rich people that's what new york city is all about i really don't want to be like i don't know i don't want to sound like that like oh this show is like all bullshit it's not because there are times that like people are like oh yeah in new york you have to hustle and everything but also you have to fake it till you make it it's very true and you can like people don't understand it and if you really work hard for it I feel like you really can make it and you have to just understand the culture there because I feel like New York City is everything is about the money and power if you have money you can go to places but then when you're comparing to LA it's like LA is I think yeah money is there here and there but it's more about being famous it's all about the fame if you're more famous than someone else you will go to places because everything is about the fame in there. I'm just saying it's like it might be very basic, but I'm just saying like that's how she discovered and that's how she like kind of worked her way through by making all these connections and trying to get a loan from these really, really big banks and like really, really, I don't know, like very like influential people who were like now embarrassed to admit that they were friends with these friends with Anna or they were trying to give money to Anna for her foundation it's just so fascinating and I don't know I just feel like it's a good series to binge watch so would definitely recommend it if you're interested 
yeah, anyways, so from that, <laughs> let's jump into today's episode. Euphoia, a Greek word meaning having beautiful thoughts and a well-balanced mind. A balanced mind and body bring inner strength and self-confidence to power your best self. Euvoia Wellness, spelled E-U-V-O-I-A Wellness, is created to help you be your best self. All of our products are made using full-spectrum CBD, meaning we use all the therapeutic parts of the hemp plant. If you have areas of discomfort or pain, our CBD relief roll-on is perfect for getting deep into your sore joints and muscles. A good night's sleep is vital to good health. Our sleep oil gives you better REM sleep and more refreshed mornings while our regular full-spectrum oils are truly the liquid gold you need for your daily routine, making your days more focused and less stressful. Go to Uvoya Wellness, E-U-V-O-I-A wellness.com, and find the natural solution for your wellness needs. That's E-U-V-O-I-A wellness.com, and use promo code wellness at checkout for 15% off your purchase. How to have a healthy work-life balance. Okay, first of all, I know this might be different for everyone. If you have a regular nine to five job, you know, things are slightly different. You don't have as much flexibility, but still you still, you really need to make some sort of a distinction with the hours or just the time. So you can really just have a life, you know, like you need to make sure you enjoy your life. Uh, you cannot, you can't just work. I think uh, the way, you know, United States or just like culture in culture is in America. It's like work comes first, which is fine. You know, like that's how you make money. But I feel like comparing to Europe and everything is like, you know, life is also important too. You need to enjoy your life. Like very perfect example I would mention is like that's there are some truths to it from some of the shows like Emily in Paris, you know. I think Emily was, I think, emailing her coworkers during the weekend and they were like, no work emails or no work during the weekend, which is true. I feel like that's not something people do in Europe. I'm just saying, I feel like you really need to essentially like set a break, set hours, set a time, be like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. This might be, again, different for everyone, everyone, because if you have nine to five, you clearly have defined hours or whatever that you do. For me, it's very different, but... I still try to not to do like 24-7. Like I am available 24-7. If I'm posting right now, right, then, then maybe next hour I'm off. I'm not doing any work. So we're going to define that. Um, so first thing I would say is that like you really shouldn't try to do, sh- try to be like perfect at your job. What I mean by that is that like don't be like mediocre, clearly not, you know, try your best, try to be good at your job, right? We all want to be great at our jobs, but that doesn't mean that like we have to be perfect. So like we have to overthink about it and spend more time to perfect it, really craft it. Even if it is for your own job, is that like there is a big difference about getting shit done versus just like dwelling over it about how not perfect it is and how you haven't got anything done aiming for excellence rather than for perfection because um i noticed this sometimes it was my boyfriend too is like he would try to like just be perfect like not like be perfect is like really try to make it like as big impression as possible which is like i feel like you know good thing i get it right but you also have to remember yourself is that like what am i doing am i do I really need to work like at 11 p.m. right now on a Friday night 
No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you really have to think about yourself. Is that like you cannot burn yourself out because being busy all the time or trying to just like,、uh, what is it, overthink about your position or your job or your craft and trying to be perfect at it is not going to make you more protect- protective.、Um, I mean, productive. Oops, productive. Sorry, I cannot speak today. <laughs> productive, so you can be, I don't know, like great at next job because. If you start burning out, that's when things like shit, when things hit the fan, like shit hit the fan, like it does not do well. Like I know, like people are, some people are just like they're like, oh my god, Merce, what have you experienced, right? Like, trust me, when you don't do nine to five, you're literally working all the time. There are no off hours, and it's very hard to put off hours. To say that, like, oh, I'm not working at this hour, or I'm not working at this time, because sometimes I get emails at that time, or I get these collaborations that I need to respond. It's like brands don't care, people don't care. Like I have to respond, or I have to do it. I'm just saying, like, but, but I try my best to be like, oh, if I'm posting a picture right now at 5 p.m., right? I post a picture at 5 p.m. I engage a little bit or whatever. Maybe I'm trying to finish by 5:30 or 5:45. That's it. I'm not gonna go back again at 6 p.m. No. I'm not doing that. Like I have to think about it. Yeah, I wanted to make it perfect. I want to make it good, get as much impression as many comments as possible. But realistically, am I gonna get that at every post? No, probably not. And that's okay. I feel like at this point in my life, I have already accepted that. When I first started my job and when I first started like、uh, social media and everything and doing it for real, I didn't mean like starting social media as like for myself or. Personal. I mean, like professionally, I cared so much about the metrics and everything. But then I realized over time, it's like I have to accept that sometimes things are not gonna be good. It's it might not perform as well, and that is okay. Like I, I just have we have to just accept that. And that's the same thing with your job. Is that like you can aim for that, but you you should not aim for perfection because it's just not gonna happen. Perfection, perfect. Being perfect doesn't like it. Perfection doesn't exist, you know. And you have to accept that so you can move on to something else. Your goal should be completing it and doing it as best as you can and move on to next. And that's just the way it will be. So, and the other way that you can actually like have a balance in your life is that like I think sometimes we think that like exercising is something optional. Like we think eating, sleeping, you know, that's something important. Even sometimes I feel like with sleeping, we can also underestimate that too, and like don't even get enough sleep. But those are something it's important for us to literally live, and that's something is also exercising. If you want to have a healthy life, you also need to exercise. I don't care how much time you have and how busy you are. Trust me, it's not gonna be. It's just not gonna be good. It's not gonna be good for you. Although you can say that, like, okay, I'm not an athletic person. I don't go to gym every day or whatever. You don't have to, you know. But maybe go for a run. Something that like that will keep you active. But this is also good for you overall. First of all, for your body, because it becomes harder and harder as you get older to like. Even get your body up or like get into the shape that you want, but also not even just about the shape or like getting abs or having like having the best body you want. It's more like for your health, 
literally for your mental health and for your physical health, it's important to be active. If you don't have time, maybe you have the money, buy some bikes or something. You can have it in your um, have it at your home that you can use it while you're in a meeting or something. If you're really really busy, but I assure you, you can definitely spare maybe at least half hour of your day to go to gym, go on a treadmill or lift something. Some like you can definitely do it because I know sometimes you know. It can take some time, you know, it can take a couple of hours or something when you go to gym because, you know, especially if you're doing squats or if you're doing something like lifting, it can take time. It can take close to like maybe one and a half hours or something. So I get that. I really get that. But you can still do some of it, you know. I'm just saying I feel like biggest excuse people make is like, oh, I don't have time. You really do have time. I assure you, you have time. You can make time. Uh, like my boyfriend, he doesn't have time during the day, but he makes time to go first thing in the morning so he can come back and do his work. And I, on the opposite side, I do generally in the afternoon, sometimes like after 2 p.m. or so, because I finish all the emails or all the things that I needed to needed to do. Then I just hit the gym. I'm just saying, I feel like everyone has a different schedule, so you don't have to follow everyone's schedule, but make a schedule for yourself that you can be active because I assure you, it's really going to help you to remind yourself that like, you know, you're taking control of your life and you're making a balance because I think our brains kind of get messed up at one point in a way that like when we are always working right or when we are not having this life we have for ourselves you're kind of like confused, depressed, you don't feel good about yourself and everything, but you have to have every part of your life, work, personal, and also some things for yourself. You have to do that. I don't care how busy you get, you have to make time for yourself because otherwise it, it's it's not a balance. That's like work, being a workaholic and it doesn't end well. Nothing too much in life doesn't end well. You have to have a balance. And exercising is one part of it. I think it's not an optional thing to think about right now. It's something to think about. It's like it's required. Okay. So other thing I will mention on top of the exercising and everything that we don't think about sometimes is that like maybe we are so caught up in this or we are so busy all the time is because maybe simply that we are not organized. Yes, there are times that like there might be some exceptions for sure that like we are really organized, we are doing everything we could, but we just have a lot in our plate. So there is a something for that I will mention. But let's talk about the first part, which is just simply being not organized. Because if you're not organized with your schedule, I assure you, you're always going to look like you're not doing anything and you're not getting the work done, but you're also not enjoying your life. I assure you, I was very messed up in the very beginning, especially when I was doing, uh, because being like your own boss or just being self-employed, it's very hard uh, in the beginning because you really have to have some sort of control over yourself and on your schedule because no one is going to do it for you. And you can either work all the time or you can just be slacking off some days and it happens I'm just saying it does happen so you have to really think about like how you can make a schedule for yourself like I use a bunch of apps or I just kind of put a schedule for myself to like okay this day I even put it in my calendar now so I'm just getting very good at it like I always put in my calendar like 
Today is Wednesday, right? Today is actually my content day. It's already put in my calendar that I already know that I'm coming to the office. I'm recording a bunch of TikToks. I'm going to live on TikTok. I'm recording a podcast. Uh, I might record a YouTube video if I have time. I'm just saying, like, uh, it's not like a super, super concrete schedule, but already have like some sort of organization on what I'm going to do. Or if I have a brand deal or something is coming up that I have to shoot or whatever, I was putting my calendar the deadline so I knew when I will be able to shoot. I have to make this schedule so I don't have something last minute coming up and being like, oh, I cannot go to gym or I cannot do this or I cannot hang out with my boyfriend or I cannot hang out with my friend or I cannot go see my dad or my family because I have something else came up. Yes, yeah, some there are times that things happen last minute and it's out of your control or out of your schedule. I get that, but that doesn't happen all the time. That's like a very, very small percentage. That's why you have to get better at organizing your time now on to the second part, you have to think about even if you organize your time, there are only <laughs> certain amount of hours during the day, right? You cannot stretch yourself out so thin that like you are just so overwhelmed and you don't know what to do or you're just like you can't do anything. So that's when you need to realize that you have to, it's time for a change and you have to delegate your task and actually ask for help instead of just let, letting everything pile up over time. Uh, because I think sometimes we think that like we don't need help uh, asking for help. It just means that like, oh my God, you are weak or like you're just not good. I think it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to understand that like you can't do everything. And that's normal. I feel like sometimes like, I don't know where this idea is coming from. People are always expecting like, if you're a successful person, you can do everything. That's just not true. Yeah, you can be good at a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that you're going to do everything. Why, why do you think that people have like, I don't know, like they're directors or they're managers or finance people who are like in the C-level, right? Um, or like suites, you know, like suite level and uh, they have like an assistant or they have an intern on top of it or they have this person, this person. Do you think they just do that for fun? They're just paying salaries for fun to other people? No, it's because they literally, they have so much work to do. They cannot simply do it themselves. And that's just true here. Like, I mean, obviously your work might be very different, but you have to understand that like, okay, I have to come home to do, I don't know, dinner after work or I have to do this or whatever. Maybe you're not going to have time anymore because you have too much, uh, I don't know, you have too much on your plate at work or you cannot do this. You can ask your boyfriend to take out for dinner or something like that. Like you have to think about that. This is just something very simple. Or when it comes to work, you are seeing that you are spending way too many hours on one task. You have to think about your time. I think time is the most valuable thing you can ever um, count on. Um, yes, money is important, but time is something you cannot get it back. And you have to really, really value your time. I am learning this now so much. It's like, yeah, you, you cannot be super, super strict that I understand. Like, don't be freak about it. Definitely don't be freak. Like, don't be one of those people. Like, I hate sometimes it was those people. I know I can get people can get busy, but they literally count the minutes or whatever when they meet with you. No, please don't be that person because that's so disrespectful for other person, even if they are your friends. Yes, I can understand that you're busy, but don't start counting the times or keep checking your time, uh, checking your clock or whatever that like I have to go. 
I understand. I, I just feel like there are times that like, yeah, it could, you could be busy, but you also have to show respect to people that you are meeting. One thing. But I'm just saying overall, you have to understand to see that like, what is something you could do to delegate? Do you have to maybe hire someone to help you do certain things? Because you can spare that time for your family, for your friends, being comfortable instead of being so nervous that you have to check your time or you have to check your phone all the time to see what's going on or what happened. So you, you can hire someone for that because I think because time is so valuable that like that you're going to, when you find someone who can help you delegate those tasks, you're going to have more time for yourself. Hence, you're going to have more balance, but also you will be making uh, more for your money. I think uh, sometimes we are cutting the corners thinking about like, oh, we could be making more money. Yes, I think money is important. Um, I get that, you know, we pay bills with the money, <laughs> but money is just not everything. We have to think about that very deeply. I think sometimes like the way, I mean, yeah, we live in a capitalistic society, everything uh, everyone is always thinking about is the money, but you can't, like, you're not going to be taking the money with you when you die. Like, you have to think about, like, how you can also enjoy your life. You don't want to have regrets in life. Not saying that don't care about money, but also care about your work and also life balance so you can have some sort of a healthy relationship. Yes, focus on getting uh, a promotion or getting more money, taking on big projects or whatever, but also try to see how you also have a personal life. Don't be that person who only has just work and no personal life because at one point you're going to look back and be like, wow, I don't have anything. I don't have everything else going. I don't have anything else going on outside of work. Like you really have to just balance it out. Um, I know it's so easy to say, but I just think sometimes uh, we need to hear that from someone else so we can look back back into our schedule or look back at our life and be like, okay, this is where I am struggling or this is where that I am maybe taking like I am not looking in the right way and maybe I can do something about it. Some of these tips, hopefully um, you find them useful. Um, I'm not an expert or anything. <laughs> these are just something that I um, I have been testing myself, honestly, and I'm just seeing it over time that how it has helped me so much. Uh, like I have been using so many apps and everything to structure my time and everything to make sure that like I am being more structured in a certain way that like I am also spending time for myself, uh, for my mental health also, but also I am doing the work that I wanted to do instead of just looking like I am slacking off because um, being productive, being busy always doesn't always mean pr- being productive. So you really have to balance things out so you get the best of both worlds and enjoy your life. Anyways, guys, so that was the episode for today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. 
And that's where the Sleep Number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.